0: everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Half-Gen Podcast. Uh, I am Chris, and I'm joined by someone who isn't Ross.
1: You're not uh, Ross. I am not Ross at all. Uh, in fact, my name is Fabian, or Dante, or Fables, you might know me as, if uh, you frequent the stream. Uh, and I'm super happy to be here, uh, despite the fact that um, my voice lacks that rich timber that your viewers might be used to by now but uh i'm gonna do my best uh to be the ross that these people deserve
0: <laughs> Fabian, thank you so much for being here uh for anybody who doesn't know uh we talk a lot about former like the, you know that those gaming nerds days uh Fabian was a gaming nerd uh so he was part of that team uh so we we have t- we have discussed in the past me and Ross like you know bring in a lot of these guys kind of on and talk. Uh, because, you know, we, we we were a good team uh, in those days. And so this was something we had discussed for a long time. And, you know, uh, Ross has a situation kind of like he had last week. And uh, I didn't want to wait to record this one. So Fabian was uh, gracious enough to jump in here today and, uh, you know, kind of co-host with me. I appreciate you for that. Thank you so much.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'm uh, uh, excited to be here. uh yeah for those of you who do or don't know like i've been around for years uh i've been taking kind of quieter more back seat role in the stream these days but i've I've been in i've been dropping by i've been giving my two cents every here and then and it's so cool to see like uh this kind of new culture like there's like the new guard and i'm kind of like part of the old guard when things were smaller and 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 you know um I I, I came in for a game giveaway one day. I think it was uh, Awesome knots or Psycho. Which one? Yes, I did
0: give. I think I did give you Awesome knots.
1: Awesome. That's the one that was like Super Smash Bros. League of Legends, right? Yes, it was was the
0: side scrolling. Yeah, because they gave us a key. And then I asked if I could do like they gave us like an extra key or like I was talking about playing it on my stream and they were like, oh, we'll give you a key to give away. And I was like, oh, you guys don't have to do that. And they were like, no, just do it. So, I remember that, I think around that time, like, I was still, I was playing through Skyrim again, too, for some reason.
1: Oh, yes, you were. You yeah, just, like, unlocked a memory. That's in my what brain kept busy. you, like,
0: sticking around, <laughs> is, yeah. like, that, that vampire DLC came out, and I was falling in love with the crossbow, and we were mm-hmm. just talking Skyrim.
1: Uh, Skyrim, for those of you who don't know at home, is the tale of a two-handed weapon uh, heavy armor user who slowly over time becomes a stealth archer. That's me. (laughs) Um, (laughs) He's
0: talking about me. (laughs) uh,
1: It's this fantasy game where you just eventually realize that nothing is nearly as good as crouching with the bow and arrow. Uh, (laughs) Yeah.
0: Or especially a crossbow yeah especially a crossbow
1: um great for fighting vampires especially if there's a vampire who leads you on for like several missions and then isn't available as a romantic partner despite the game having romantic partners i always thought that was nuts that you could not uh what was her name um i don't remember i want to say serana but i feel like that was wrong
0: maybe i don't know all i remember is i was playing i i kept modding skyrim and the thing that finally got me to stop playing was like i got a 40k space marine mod <laughs> and so i had like the chainsword and everything and right. i turned the game to the max difficulty and i was just like one tapping people and i was just like <laughs> all right this game I, I peaked like the game is just not fun anymore <laughs> Like, I walked into, like, Riverwood, and I was just, like, <coughs> just cutting people down. The guard comes up, like, stop it. <coughs> sword. I got my bolter and my sword. I'm running around, I'm like, boom, boom, boom. People are just dropping dead, and I'm just...
1: <coughs> I do remember your mods. I especially remember the mod with the mud crabs. Do you remember which one I'm talking about? What? Yeah. <laughs> What what's your what's your stream policy on swearing? How how, how open is it? It's
0: it's fine. The podcast fine. is explicit. now You just fucked know. up.
1: yep Now, now you, you fucked, fucked up. up. You have fucked up now.
0: Now you fucked up. Now you the you just good. Now
2: you now you fucked now you up.
1: fucked up. <laughs> I remember fucking crying laughing at that. We were just Wandering around. And then there was like You're one like, thing fatal, that I remember
0: fatal. like music would play, like when a certain enemy came up. I don't know. I, I remember I got that in um in Left for Dead. I got a mod going that like whenever one of the chargers would come on the screen, you would just hear, when he's around, chocolate?
1: <laughs> chocolate? Chocolate.
0: <laughs> and he'd just keep saying, chocolate. And then he'd see you and he'd just chocolate. <laughs> and, he'd <charge> you. <laughs> and then like uh there was one for the tight uh for the, the tank. Um it was supposed to play the intro music from Attack on Titan, but I never got it to work. But I did make it work, so we were all like fucking like at one point we were all all like anime girls and all the enemy zombies were xenomorphs from aliens. Uh, and then I changed it at one point to Halo. Uh because you know, once I found out Halo, so I had like all the Halo weapons and stuff and the HUD, and then like, you know, we're just fighting xenomorphs, and I was just like, let's go. This is cool.
1: <laughs> the and then chocolate? chocolate. Chocolate? That's like <laughs> genius. The <laughs> one that turns the zombies into a bunch of teletubbies. I don't know if you've seen the videos oh, of that, but it is there
0: was one when you used a med kit, it played sexual healing. <laughs>
1: Since Wouldn't you get you that feeling?
0: Healing. And then, like, that that's how it would play it just through the heal thing. And so, like, we would never heal each other because we'd let it get close to the end and stop. And it'd just be like, no, heal me. I'm like, oh, wait, just one more. Since you will heal. Okay, one more. No, I'm dying.
1: <laughs> I for one understand the need. I don't blame you for a second.
0: I just remember I took the dumbest screenshot. I was playing and like one person is just hanging off the ledge as a giant like anime girl from the hyper dimension games and she's just hanging over the ledge and i'm just laughing and they're like can you help me up and i was like dying laughing just watching because they're just dangling with their big up. eyes and their stupid smile and they just keep looking at me and they're like Are you gonna help me or not and i'm just crying laughing <laughs> oh my god I'm like what am i supposed to do <laughs> <laughs> you Can't
1: not take a second to appreciate it.
0: No, I took several <laughs> minutes. Uh, <laughs> they might if you have You wanted end, to be healed remember. or
1: helped up ledges, then you should have played should a game with no so mods. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, it's a classic case of you know what you got yourself into, and these are the consequences. Like you should have known this would happen. It's, do you watch? Yeah. Um, do you watch Pro-ZD? I do not watch ZD
0: No, oh, damn. I keep wanting to like show people because like I, I keep asking people um, he has some stupid thing and I, I just saw it on my desk and on the topic of like weeb we stuff. stuff um, he has this thing where he does this uh, anime like fake anime thing mm-hmm. um, I don't remember what it's called. But uh, he has, like, his characters are all, like, inanimate objects brought to life, and one of them is named Refrigerator Senpai, and, like, he's a murderer. And so, like, I got this vinyl figure of Refrigerator Senpai with, like, a plastic gun and knives. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) To-do list revenge. Oh, come on, camera. Come on, Uh, you you can do it. (laughs) I, I, I <laughs> yeah you believe? gotta
1: wave at it like you're an oh, asmr video oh there we go Try, oh, oh wow <laughs> that, that
0: yeah. popped
1: into focus really well
0: it's a good camera it's a Logitech stream cam my only issue is it shakes a lot uh hey, and it's very bright something. yeah it's very like contrasty but like you know when it works like right now it looks amazing
1: mm-hmm. so I, you
0: know you take the good with the bad
1: I have a problem with it where like if I'm like a particular distance away from it and the right lighting like it'll keep flickering back and forth between two lighting modes and it gets very yeah. annoying and distracting. sometimes like if the lighting is not quite right or if there's like too
0: much I'll get like the interlacing which is really weird like right now I have to run it in like the 50 hertz mode which is really dumb because otherwise mm. I get like a bunch of interlacing I don't get it I don't know what's going on <sighs> It's ridiculous. But yeah, so like I got to try and like keep my hands off my desk as much as I can when I record. Otherwise, it's just going to be like shaking like this. So I'm just going to be in a perpetual earthquake. And they're going to be like, Chris, are you okay? Okay, from what? I don't understand.
1: See, this (laughs) has nothing wrong. You're in an earthquake. Nah, you should. You get like keep something that vibrates on your desk, like an Xbox controller or something. Set up a system so, like, every 250 bits they get shaky cam. It'll, you know, vibrate the controller a little bit, you know? Capitalize. I'll do like I one think. of
0: those people who like mounts a motor to their desk and like enough bits and it's just like <laughs> <laughs> force feedback desk. Yeah. I can't have it... vibration in my mouse and keyboard. So, somebody, so I'm going to just hook up a motor to do it.
1: Exactly. You know, why not be it, yeah, why not same thing. I mean, it's all about kind of just to, you know, bigger scale that money. You know, make, make making the best of the Twitch stream experience for both yourself and the viewers at home.
0: I mean, it's the only fair thing to do, really.
1: Mhm. So, since I've been gone, since yes. since the days of kind of uh, you know, those gaming years, into the half gen uh you know tell me a little bit about like how it's the the big picture story you and Ross like still running this these days and 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 like how's it how's it going I I check in uh uh, pretty frequently but you know maybe not enough to have like the whole picture I'd love to hear but like how you guys are doing in general these days
0: yeah like you know honestly like in the last couple weeks it's been tough because Ross is in the middle of moving and so like recording like The hard thing is, is like recording video content over like the Internet is is tough uh, when you don't have like a good setup for it, because Mm. like I have a problem where like, you know, if we want to record locally um, and I want somebody to watch, the thing is like I can stream it over like discord, but then it lags the recording
1: Uh, Mm.
0: or I can. You know, I haven't found a way to make that work really simple, except for like doing it on stream, you know, Uh, which then you know, kind of hurts that Avenue of like, well, if people are watching it now, they're not going to watch it later. Um, True. You know, which was something that we ran into with the podcast for a little bit and we were like, you know what, we're, we're willing to kind of take that. um, We're willing to take that risk uh, with the podcast because the podcast has been doing well for us. That's the one thing we've been consistent. And like, the thing is, is like, we we like the writing, like we like the written part of the site, but it's probably this part we're the least focused on right now, Um, just because like we just redid a bunch of like our format of, of what types of articles like we don't have a review format anymore. Mm-hmm. It used to be the final say, but we don't do the, even that anymore because we were looking at it and we were like, realistically, we're just doing these to do them. And honestly, we're doing them to get them out because they're usually like quick and easy, but it's like, are they really doing anything for us? And so we've been trying to focus on like our video stuff, but even that has kind of slipped. Once Ross moves, we're going to be closer than we've ever been in our whole lives. Uh, You know, so once a week we'll be able to get together and be like, okay, let's, let's record a couple. Like we have ideas. We're going to do like playthroughs of like, okay, we're going to play like lost Odyssey and we're going to record it and put it on the site. Or we're going to do, um, like, you know, hey, let's let's record us talking over this game, you know, for like half an hour or something. So like once a week, just kind of getting together and being like, Hey, here's what we're gonna do. Um, here's how where we're gonna make all of our video content for the week. And then we're gonna keep doing the podcast. See, I just bumped my desk. We're gonna keep doing the podcast the way we do the podcast, but you know, for the most part, it's it's kind of figuring out we're kind of like going through a lot of change and figuring out, okay, what, what's the content we want to focus on right now? Like we're putting, we're trying to put a lot of effort behind our video stuff. The video stuff is just so hard to grow sometimes because you know, everybody's doing it. And so that's, that's the struggle is like, you know, we, we want to differentiate ourselves and we want to like have our personality in it, but that's not always, you know, SEO you mm-hmm. know we everybody's like oh we got like a quick look and this and that and we romp around a game <laughs> because we think that's funny that's a cool title and so we do that instead
1: yeah i feel yeah and then it's like finding like the best mediums and like the best ways of like using them because like you said like if you're just writing those uh final says to get them out like that's no way to be doing it like i i feel like that's gonna be reflected in the work like your audience is going to see like after a point they're like, this guy is just making these because he feels like he needs to make these. Because I feel exactly. like definitely when it comes to like the podcast and the stream, it's like a lot more in your element because like obviously I've been around for nine years. I can tell you, I see something here. So I, I-, I like that you guys are chilling with that. And I love knowing that you guys are going to be like how close are you going to be? Are you going to be like like drive to each other's house for the weekend? Like, close, less or than an hour like, away visit you after work close
0: yeah yeah like visit you after work close like hey i'll be home at this time okay i get out at this time and i can be there you know and then it's like hey we can record for two you know for three hours or something and then you know maybe grab dinner and then you drive home or something you know so yeah and you know maybe that's something where every other week we go a different way where it's like okay i'm coming to you or you're coming to me or whatever the case may be
1: And I think that's like so good for the podcast, too, because like even though like technically like online allows for like infinite possibility or whatever, because like theoretically you guys could both get together at like 3 a.m. if you wanted to with like technically no barriers, but that's not the way it practically works out. And I think like it kind of becomes limiting when you say like, okay. Uh, you know we've set aside this side for the internet time where we're going to log in and we're going to have the dedicated time to do this as opposed to I feel like once you're in the same place like physically like it can be as easy as like you guys are hanging out and be like yo dude I need we need to do a podcast about this topic like today you know and and that can get those juices flowing like even better so i think yeah just being able to
0: get together and be like hey you know what like we want to do this thing like ross and i want to play through uh like the halo campaigns and that's probably going to be something that we do online like on the stream and we break that out but there's going to be stuff where we're just doing like you know a romp around a game and me and him are just going to be in one room one mic and just talking about this game you know so Mm -hmm. Like and it's going to be better because instead of me having to like try and figure out how to send him a broadcast of the game, he can just Mm -hmm. sit here. You know, we we can sit on the couch here and just you know move the microphone over and be like, okay, let's you know let's play Ratchet and Clank and talk over it. You know, or you know pull up another chair to the computer here and be like, hey, let's you know look at this game and talk about it. So that yeah. stuff is going to be better. I think it's going like we're it's really going to help us with like our video stuff, but I think for like the podcast and stuff like that, we're going to keep the format we have. Um uh, cuz like Ross is doing up his room, so he's going to he has he's going to have his gamer room, so he's going to have it, all his stuff set up. I'm trying to reorganize a bunch of stuff in my space. Um mm-hmm. I've successfully reorganized everything over there, you know. Everybody <laughs> probably looks at this this week cuz I keep saying <laughs> I'm doing it. And everybody's looking at it like nothing has changed. <laughs> yes it has. There's a the mass effect helmet is there now. There's another monitor there. You never saw that before.
1: That is true. And then there's have...
0: a there's a reusable shopping bag. <laughs> the Google is there now. You people don't even notice. You don't even know. Ace of Spades is sitting on top of the box. You didn't even know.
1: It's you didn't even just know. Absolutely, hundred percent stark difference. I have been keeping a notebook of the exact mm-hmm. placement of his monitors and reusable bags. So, uh. Yeah, I know exactly where they are. Like coordinates on the screen. Uh, <laughs> He's mapping <laughs> Sorry, it out I'm... on a weekly basis. <laughs> I'm laughing a little bit because uh, Jim just said yeah. uh, that <laughs> your sexy face is being ruined yeah. by an awful bit, right?
0: um, No, so yeah, that's not showing on his end. Uh, ZenCaster sends lower quality video to the other people in the call uh, to save bandwidth. Oh. OK, so your your local recording will be fine. And then later, Cypher, you know him as Cypher, but we, we you know, on the show, we call him Tony because that's his name. Um, But he's going to come in and just grab all the files and make the video.
1: Oh, OK. Now, I see. yeah. Oh, OK,
0: so make sure when we're done, you don't just close it. Make sure your video uploads all the way.
1: That is very good knowledge to have.
0: Yes. <laughs> Things I should have gone over before the show, but here well, we are.
1: My motto <laughs> has always been uh just to spite the Boy Scouts, do not be prepared. Uh I refuse to prepare for anything. Uh, and I always close everything right away. Uh no no questions asked. I find it's the best way to live my life. It's kind of like uh like how cowboys used to live. Uh.
0: One day, cause uh, Jim's been on the show before too. Someday we should get both of you on and just have like, just chill <laughs> <Yeah>. and talk.
1: <laughs> that that would also be very classic lineup, like <laughs> me and Jim. With he yeah, he is- has a very re- rich, deep voice as well. Actually, you you pick friends with good voice. I think maybe yeah. you kind of select people based I'm on like, compensating- okay, if I had this guy on my show one day, uh, who's gonna have that kind of right frequency
0: i'm compensating for my voice which is awful (laughs) and so i'm trying to surround myself with better sounding people uh Mm. so that when they talk they're like well at least he's not that guy you know
1: (laughs) like bringing up the average i get it you know it's like yeah
0: you know so as a whole everybody's like that guy's annoying and talks a lot but everybody else is pretty good (laughs) i wish they talked more
1: but so I'll yeah i'm getting carried show, by other
0: voices like i'm i'm like a 78 on like you know in like madden or something and then like ross is like a 91 <laughs> gem is like a 93 nat's like an 89 you know just <laughs> like fabian's at like that. a i don't know where do i put you i was I'll put about you to at say
2: like a i noticed
1: you didn't give me a no number 89 yet. i okay, put you at an right. 89 I'll I'll take an idiot. I have been told because like I have you know, there's just
0: something about like that they're, they're like because you know you never expect Jem to have the voice he has. Yeah, especially like once you see a picture of him, you're like, really?
1: <laughs> he's like, the- yeah, that's me. What's, <laughs> what's up? I like... <laughs> actually like the lowest octave, but like not in like. <sighs> i i I don't know what the idea I'm trying to convey here, but like it's not like a bad thing, but like it's like the lowest I think I recall. maybe my brain is just like playing it back lower because no like, I think he's the lowest perfect yeah he yeah he like if him we and then, were like a Ross band is down there too, he would be like a gigantic cello you know okay so like so Ross you and know Jim are the cellos when you beat when you beat portal 2 the triangle and, and and all the turrets are singing for you and there's like the big <laughs> giant one the like, big mm, one yeah mm, that that's Jim, <laughs> and i think i think you should have him more regularly like um and maybe not necessarily always asking his opinion on things but just getting him to agree with everything that everybody says like just a yes man like you'd be like oh uh consoles are great because uh i love them and fabian's just opinions are wrong and hype, yeah Jem's like yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I, I know true. a lot about no he come, he true
2: yeah. true true <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay and jim here in the chat writes like if he (laughs) stays like two hours but only speaks once but uh, you know on some of the shows that i listen to those are my favorite people the people just like they know when to chime in like jim's always been that guy and frequently just like when they have something to say
0: he's just like hold on hold on hold on i'm ready Meanwhile me I'm just like anyway I'll keep mm. talking is
1: anybody else going to nope all right here I go <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll fill the void let's the go 1 hour and 15 minutes of rambling mm. about nothing show here we go uh, <laughs> here's a list of the things currently behind me
0: <laughs> I keep looking over cuz like I, my my phone is usually on one side or the other of my desk and mm. I have this portable like you know rechargeable battery banked and I just hit my mic um and like the lighting from my window is hitting it and so it's like it looks like you're getting a call on like an android phone mm-hmm. and so like it's it's the right coloring that I keep looking and I'm like am I getting a phone call and then no it's just it's it's just reflecting the light but it's just like it's really annoying because I keep looking over and I'm like why doesn't it say anything oh because it's a it's a battery
1: that is legit the worst <sighs> So I have felt this pain before calling me and I've got a Google Pixel 3 uh, XL. And so like it doesn't have like a little light that lights up like it's just got like the screen. I don't know if any phones have a little light that lights up anymore. I think that might just be outdated technology now. But like, I still swear to God that I see a little light in the upper right corner, like back. Oh, yeah. in the no, mine, mine, has
0: little, like, yeah, mine has a little like mine has a little like LED up here th- when I get okay. a notification.
1: So they do still, but my phone, I know that my phone doesn't have that, but like I still see it in the corner of my eye. And I swear to God, it's a little blue light like I had in college on that phone. I don't know. Maybe it's just uh, some kind of subconscious desire for someone to call who's never
0: called. Yeah, I I don't know why Google, like sometimes Google's really weird because like they'll have like, yeah, we've got like this radar camera and it's like really (laughs) dope, but we also don't have an LED for notifications.
1: Yeah, yeah, I very Um, mixed opinions on this phone. Um, And until they got a software update, like uh, one and a half years into me owning it, it was very good everything but a phone. It literally did not function as a phone, which, like, I'm one of those people who I never want to hear another human's voice, if it's possible. Like, I just want to text you, like, send me an email. Like, unless someone's literally bleeding to death right now, send me an email. You know what I mean? The only time...
0: Uh, sorry, I, I'll let you guys. I promise. How dare um you? the the I dare. Uh, the only time I like calling people because I have a long commute. The only time I genuinely like being on the phone is when I'm driving, because yes. like I, it, it, there's nothing else to do, you know. And so I'm like, yeah, let's talk about something. Get me through this ride. <laughs> I I always tell people, yeah, call me. I'll be in the car in 10 minutes. Call me. (laughs) (laughs) I'll call you. (laughs) And I'm like, let's go. Let's just... No, you gotta go. No, man. Like, like I'm almost home. What, what else you got? <laughs> uh,
1: especially because it's like normally, like I never want to be on a call. So, like I'm driving right now. Like you have an opportunity to call me. You better do it because the moment this car stops, like we're switching. back. I just want to go know.
0: upstairs and you, hang up. You know? <laughs> yeah. I'm
1: I'm going to drive over to your house with a little pigeon, and I'll drive back to my house. You write your message on a little piece of paper, give it to the pigeon, and I'll receive the message when I'm ready from that pigeon you know what i mean like um see i don't remember what i was saying before now because you cut I'm me sorry. off because yeah dared. i did because you were talking you about how you don't dare. like being on oh, the phone yeah because this <clears throat> pardon me because this uh, uh google pixel 3xl like did not function as a phone so like when i had to call someone like they were just hearing like garbled nonsense and then i learned that the phone plan that i had got like the insurance or what i had thought was phone insurance uh they were actually like no actually what this does is it just gets you a great deal on a new phone and i was like pardon (laughs) this is so i was stuck with this thing for quite a while eventually they managed to patch it out but it still has given me trouble and i don't forgive phones for removing the headphone jack um You know, I've, I've come to accept Bluetooth headphones and stuff, but it is not the same. It is, I, I'm always so scared of losing an earbud because if I lose an earbud, you know, whatever, okay, that's another 89 bucks, brother. Enjoy, you know. One time at work,
0: um, at my day Mm. job, I was sitting in a chair and my earbuds slid out of my pocket and I didn't realize it, and they, like, lodged themselves inside the chair somewhere. And so I'm, like, tearing the building up trying to find these earbuds because I had just bought them. I bought the Galaxy Buds Plus because I loved my first pair of Galaxy Buds, and I wanted the Plus because they have better battery life. And, you know, I agree with you. The headphone jack, getting rid of the headphone jack was a massive, massive mistake, uh, and I'll never fully recover. But I will say, like... I really like my galaxy buds. Uh, it's not the sponsored thing, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm Samsung all the way. Uh, but I, I love those earbuds. Like they're comfortable. They last forever. They sound really good. Uh, so when I lost them, I'm like, I'm like flipping chairs and stuff like that. And finally, I'm just aggressively shaking this chair. And they just kind of pop out the bottom and i just like oh thank god because that was 130 dollars, yeah. and i'm like i have to go buy more fucking i did the thing again where i looked at that battery i'm
1: <laughs> i mean on ever. one hand it's a positive story because like yeah you yeah, found them in the end but that's exactly what i'm talking about like that kind of thing so mad i can't for like live an with hour. that and, and, and just like as a side note i totally agree with you. there are like some fantastic like in-ear like wireless Uh, uh, head but earbuds like I totally feel you on that 100% agreed. But nonetheless, no matter like how good it is, like I'm always gonna be living with that anxiety or like, there's like this awkward period of time where after I get in the house after I'm walking my dog, like I don't know what to do with these things like I either keep them in my ear, like blocking out the sound if I try to do anything else, like and I don't want to put them down anywhere. That's not my charger. Because that Yeah, so like I just kind of like have them in my ears for longer than I like to. I don't know. It's just it's inherent to the product, and I don't like it. It was funny. Like the whole reason I got the the buds plus was because I had
0: the like I said I had the original ones, and I was on this really long car ride. I was just a passenger in the car, and over the course of the day, they drained. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting there listening to music, and I hear beep beep beep, and I was like. Oh, shit. Like, I can't tell you how many times, too. Like, the other day I had uh, headphones go out on me. And, Mm -hmm. like, I've had headphones where I'm like, oh, are these still working? Let me check. And I go and I'm like, oh, shit. I can't plug them into my phone. (laughs) (laughs) and so like i gotta grab like my switch or something like it's that realization i'm like let me plug them into my phone fuck (laughs) and i'm like flipping it over i'm like no it's gotta be here somewhere where did it go (laughs) And and now and now the problem for me is i just ordered um Because I I wanted, I I, like, I use my phone all the time for, like, videos and games and stuff now. Like, I've started playing more games on my phone, so I'm draining my phone battery forever. And I've got Mm -hmm. a Note 10 Plus that I've had for almost two years now, and I really don't want to replace it. I like this phone. It still works well, and the battery life on it is still great. But the last thing I want to do is just start running it dry every day and then, like, killing it faster. Or like running it ragged or something. So I'm like, okay. So I ended up uh, on I I added a iPad Pro to my service Mm -hmm. uh, because it was like thirty bucks a month, and I was like, cool, because I can use that as like a laptop replacement, and I can use that for you know like playing games. I can watch videos at work because it has the four G, so I can get a phone signal on it, like and just use it wirelessly. Like I can bring it in cars. I can read eBooks and stuff like that. So I was like, cool, this is just a good like multi-purpose device. I never thought I would be one of those. Like I never wanted to replace. I love laptops. Mm
2: -hmm. I
0: never wanted to replace like a PC. Like I've gotten Chromebooks and stuff like that. And for a lot of, you know, for most purposes, but I I was thinking about it. I was like, man, on iPad pro I could like edit this podcast. Like if I was at Ross's I could edit the show from that iPad. And like, that's the thing is like, I had a Chromebook, I had a Pixelbook go and it was great. But the thing is, is like, I tried to run a game on it and it just, it wouldn't. And it was just getting so hot. And I was just like, fuck, I was like, I'm just going to do it. Cause I was thinking about it. I was like, I don't really need it. And I was like, cause I have the Chromebook, but then I was like, no, this thing's going to run circles around this Chromebook. Cause it's the one with the uh, M1. And I was going to get like a galaxy tab or something, but I was like, no, cause Apple, like realistically, Apple makes the best tablets. I, mm-hmm. I can acknowledge that I wouldn't want an iPhone and I wouldn't want a lot of their stuff. I wouldn't mm-hmm. want a Mac, but they may, I I've had multiple iPads over the years and they make a fantastic tablet. And there's a lot of stuff like now, now I have access to, you know, uh, all the exclusive, like uh, Apple arcade and stuff like that. I'll have access to that now. So that kind of broadens my horizons a little bit. Like there's a game from the creator of final fantasy on there. Uh, that's supposed, I think it's, that's like they they made all these backgrounds in real life and then scanned them and put them in the game
2: yeah. so like
0: all the environments are are literally handmade mm-hmm. and like put into the game and i want to play that and it's on apple arcade and so i was like fuck it i'm gonna order it and i'm sitting there and i'm like do my galaxy buds work on the ipad pro <laughs> i was Dude, like i am not buying they, airpods just they, for this fucking tablet <laughs> yes they do right yeah i yeah, yeah they should uh, they should yeah. yes they bet, yeah and like Cause... that's the thing but that was the stupid thing because without a <laughs> headphone jack i can't just go boop boop you know right? i have to think wait that's nuts do they it... talk to each other are they on yeah. speaking terms like
1: <laughs> i mean maybe but it's like definitely a money boy like there is no reason aside from like moving things forward into another like Level of technology or whatever, or getting people to change their devices up. Yeah, here's something in the background there. Yeah, I uh,
0: thought I think it's just the fridge like ah, being angry. Is, um,
1: it, is it running? I better go catch <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this kind of comedy, you'll only get it here, man. <laughs> but um, definitely though, I do gotta agree with you. The iPad is a very solid piece of machinery. And one thing that I like about the iPad, well, first, I'm going to go on a little tangent uh, that the Galaxy Tab, supreme disappointment. I got it because I loved my Galaxy phones. And I was like, oh, the Galaxy Tab's got to be great. It was very not special to me. I, I did not love it. And the iPad, though, is it, it it's a good piece of technology. It runs great. It lasts a long time. And one thing that I've seen working uh, with, populations with special needs is that those ipads can take way more of a beating than you think like i have seen these ipads like get smacked around like nobody's business like putting mouths and stuff and they are like yeah. i mean they've had they've had uh, uh protective cases on them so th- there is that the, the the protective case deserves some of the uh, benefit there but like these but ipads still, like, like they can, can take the a case smack. only
0: does so much
1: yeah you know like, you can still I've,
0: break a tablet through a case
1: I've seen them tossed in fits of rage and like everybody's like, Oh my God, the iPad and the iPad's like, buddy, don't worry about me. All good. Everything's <laughs> like, don't fine. Don't
2: worry.
0: I got it. <laughs> ain't ain't yeah. no
1: thing. <clears throat> uh, yeah.
0: And that was why I, I, I ended up going with it. Cause I was like, I could, okay, I can get like the magic keyboard and then it's a laptop. Mm-hmm. And then, so I, I was like, you know, as much as I don't like a lot of what Apple does when it yeah. came down to it, it was like, okay, this is just the <clears throat> best option for, for what I, what I need because I need something that can and that's always been their thing. And I've always been very anti like tablets replacing laptops, mm-hmm. but like they have a PC processor in it. so it basically at this point is a laptop just without a keyboard, you know, and with, with the tablet OS they have, it's, it, it was between that. I think I was looking at like, I was looking at the fifth gen mini and mm-hmm. I was looking at the 2020 iPad air and mm-hmm. i was torn between them and i just decided cuz like i was looking at they have the 12.9 inch uh pro that has like their crazy hdr screen like their xdr that's supposed to be like the best screen ever put in a like device that size um mm-hmm. but i ended up going with the 11 because it was a little bit smaller so i wanted something that would be easier if like i wanted to read on it or something that would be a little easier to hold like one hand Uh, or like, you know, like this and read. Um, But the other reason was the screen was still great and the battery life, everything I saw was like, it was one of the best, if not the best they'd ever tested. So Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I'll give up some HDR color quality for, you know, an extra three hours of battery life because I'm also going to have the the data going through it. So that's going to take some of that away. So the way I look at it is I'll still probably get 10 hours of like Mm -hmm. use on it. You know, if I ever need to catch a plane somewhere, it's like okay. Well, at least my iPad's not going to die. My iPad's going to outlast my Switch. You know, <laughs> so very well I, might I have that going for the, me. You know,
1: I don't know. I uh,
0: think that think oh yeah, I guess great.
1: Yeah.
0: You can get and, like, and and the showers. battery
1: life is what you want like if that's not like a device that you're going to for high performance per se like obviously like you better performance is obviously better but like if you can trade out like that performance for that battery life like that is so quintessential well, but that's the
0: thing you're not trading the performance because it's got the m1 processor in it the same mm-hmm. one that they're putting in the max Mm. So like I mean, the MacBooks are using the same processor as the iPad pro. They've just got this thing down to a science because Apple owns, you know, they, they use the components from everybody, but they just have such rigid control of every step of their process, you know, yeah. because they make their own processors. They, you know, they go to Samsung for things like the Ram. They go to Sony for things like the camera, but it's like, look, if you're going to, you know, they, they get these. So like tailor made and it's like, Samsung can't make a phone globally as effectively as apple can because samsung has like their in-house processors and people talk so much shit on those but honestly the best samsung phone i ever had had the the note 7 had Mm. one of their processors and i'm just like why do they keep putting qualcomm in this the the exynos (laughs) processors are good give me that like the battery Mm. life was crazy i like i got battery life as good as i get on this one i got battery life back then on the 7 and i Mm. wish i never gave it back but like there was always that threat you know i couldn't get on a plane if i had it. Yeah, yeah, and that was okay. the thing. And like, mine were fine. It's a damn shame, but like, man, that was the best fucking phone. I'd still have it. I never would have traded that in. I loved that phone. I feel it's you. The best phone they ever
1: made. I I'm definitely thinking of going back to Samsung for my next phone. Um, o- overall, I've been satisfied. You know, with I the... love.
0: I've been I've been buying Notes since like the. F- since like the first one they did where they had like that half curved screen. No, not, Mm. not since then, but they did like that special, the note edge. That's what they called it. Yeah. Um, that one with the half curve. I've been buying notes since that. And I love the notes. Like there's rumors that they're going to do away with the note line. And I'm like, bro, I will, I will. Sony just released like, you know, what's crazy. Sony keeps releasing new phones and they're really good, but they don't always release them in the U S they released a phone with top-of-the-line specs, a best-in-class camera, and a headphone jack. What?
1: Yeah, I meant... <laughs> everything. That is...
0: They had everything. They, they don't have, like, the pen like this has, but they had everything else. They had a Sony-tuned OLED display, and it had a headphone jack. And it's just like, guys, what, what are we doing? Sony's got this figured out. What are you doing? <laughs> what excuse do you have <laughs> samsung like oh we're making fun of apple because we keep the headphone jack we're gonna get rid of the headphone jack guys we're gonna just it's the way the industry's moving like you can't make fun of apple and then a year later be like actually
2: yeah we're gonna
0: innovate <clears throat> you can't make fun of apple then be apple you can't you can't do both it's one
1: or the other a hundred percent agreed and it was it, it that was that was sloppy I, d- I did not like that. I remember Especially being so when- pissed about that. And then with this thing, actually, like the story of how I figured out that I didn't have it. So like I've got like the OtterBox on mine um, and mm-hmm. I put it on like the first moment I got this phone. Like the first thing I did was put the, the case and the protector. And so like there's like the mi- a microphone up here that mm-hmm. I thought that was a headphone jack. Uh, cause I never bothered to like really check. It. I just like, I didn't that even think about like it. I saw, jack. yeah, I, I saw a big circle up there. I was like, Oh, clearly that's a headphone jack. So I get on a plane with only headphones that plug in cause the brand new phone. So ready to use it. I've got like all this stuff that I purchased on like YouTube to stream out and whatnot. And like, I go to plug it in and, uh, I can't. That's that's not a headphone jack. And so I'm just stuck there angry on this plane. Nothing to watch, no way to listen to it, unless I want to like listen to it out loud, like those cool kids on the bus, which unfortunately I am not exactly that cool. So I keep my volume to myself. And uh it was quite miserable. So I am definitely on team bring back the jack. Hashtag bring back the jack. Uh I better see that in the chat sometime. Um Yeah, that's my soapbox. I I don't even remember where this rant began. All I know is that I want headphone started, jacks back. Yeah. As long as it ends with me getting back headphone jacks, I'll be I'll be I'll be a happier, more stable man.
0: I don't think they're ever coming back.
1: Nah, they're probably not.
0: They'll bring them back at some point. It's just like, yo, remember the jack? It's back. Is it like a
1: waterproofing thing, maybe? I don't know.
0: Well, I think it, it like, but they had waterproof phones with headphone jacks. But like, I think it makes it easier, but you still, like, it's not like the vulnerabilities go away because you still have like the speaker grills. You still have your USB <clears> ports. <throat> you still have like your microphones and stuff on the top. So Ooh. it's like, you know, and your SIM trays and stuff like that. So there's still ways. Or liquid to get into the device, that waterproofing takes place inside of it. Mm-hmm. The Jack uh, the the excuse that I've come to understand is that the jack took up space that they wanted to use for like bigger batteries or better or like better displays. They wanted to put a camera there instead of a headphone jack or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then Sony comes out and they're like, well we we did it all. Okay. They have like yeah, some it's... crazy camera on the back and then they're like don't worry there's still a headphone jack. And it's just like Tough oh, I for can't me to believe that. Be excuse. Like that.
1: I mean, I do understand how that might make them have to be more creative. I feel like there's some level of fairness to that excuse. But I I, I I'm skeptical. I think that just getting people to buy more expensive stuff is a because pretty much all these manufacturers have have a, a, some skin in the game getting you to buy better technology in general they're making these headphones they're selling them they're trying to bundle yeah. it with their products and uh i'm just not for it
0: yeah no i get i get yeah it's it's frustrating you know and and that's the thing is at least like on our controllers you know like microsoft used to have like their proprietary port and stuff at least nowadays on a controller you can get a headphone jack you know <sighs>
1: Does Those headphone jacks don't always work the way that I expect them to. The first time that I plugged a headphone into it, I thought it would just like be the sound of the system, and it wasn't. It should be. That's how it works for me. It was a PS4 controller here. Maybe I just did something wrong.
0: Yeah, because that's a standard headphone jack.
1: Bottom of this thing here? Yeah.
0: Every time I've done it, it just plugs right in. So maybe maybe because I've used it with the headphones folded. before, yeah, maybe. Yeah,
1: I always thought it was just like only like their proprietary headphone or something, and I was like, "Oh, screw no, this!" No, a-
0: any headphone should fit in there, no problem. Interesting,
1: that could potentially alter the amount of PlayStation that I play. <laughs>
0: <laughs> could affect your PlayStation.
1: PlayStation.
0: Speaking of PlayStation, let's talk about some games. <laughs> We've talked a lot about tablets and stuff. The people are mm. here for games. Um what have you been keeping yourself busy with? Uh with games and everything?
1: Uh not a lot on the console. Uh I'm still playing a lot of classic. I am getting great playtime out of Civ Six. I do not get tired of that game. I've been loving the continued support that we've seen for it. Uh I bought every DLC, I bought every pass, and I never for a second felt like I was wasting my money on that. Um I remember when they first introduced that kind of pricing model, like there was a lot of skepticism in the first ones, but I was like, I can see the love uh, that is being given to this game right now. And I trust these developers. I like went right in with my wallet and I have been rewarded handsomely, uh, which is not something that you can always get in the gaming industry anymore. Like I have been, made to be more skeptical as i've become a wise old man you can see this beard uh, at least this amount of beard length is dedicated to experience you know learning not to trust corporate entities um and so the fact that i felt comfortable and was correct about civilizations six in this regard was important to me um and i've just kind of been getting like Uh, a a lot of playtime out of some older games, too. Uh, I I get a lot of I know you said it might not work here, but I get a lot of playtime out of the uh, Jackbox packs and kind of those social games. Um, They're fun. They are. They are. They're very good. I love uh, it's an older game now. Um, I don't know how old, but Into the Breach is kind of like chess to me. Like I can keep coming back to that. I don't know how familiar you are with it
0: uh i I've, I've played a little bit of it uh i have another game i'm gonna work that i'm gonna talk about later that is uh kind of not in the quite in the same vein but like spiritually similar mm-hmm. um but yeah like i into the breach is a really cool game that i wish i spent more time with uh and i just i i didn't you know like i bought it on switch and i bought it on pc and it was just one of those games that i just like didn't get around to when it came out and then just kind of like became increasingly Mm -hmm. less important uh,
1: yes to like play immediately i totally get you because i could see how this is like a medium attention game like just attentiony enough to be on your radar but never enough to bump it to the front but i would encourage you to do it because so my uh, it's just kind of got like this timelessness to it it's got this Satisfying gameplay loop where it's just every single encounter is a little bit different. It doesn't really get tired. It's it's a bit like chess in that, but so definitely that one. I finished uh, Divinity: Original Sin the other day. Uh, oh, Original Sin nice. two. Um, I was playing with a couple friends, um, and I did not end up becoming the Divine One, which is total. But but i did learn about the uh exploit where if you use telekinesis on an ornate chest so the ornate chest okay like do you i know that you you've played quite a bit but are you like know it top to bottom kind of guy or are you just like have played it kind of guy
2: uh
0: i wouldn't say top to bottom but we're we're familiar with a good chunk of the game like and like we're we're familiar with a couple ways to kind of cheese things a little bit but not like extensively
1: (laughs) well so for me um because the two people that i were playing with were like encyclopedic knowledge about it like they have been through it like several times like they knew exactly what we're doing i didn't have to like focus on leading the team anywhere i just kind of went in and had my fun i mean you've played games with me before you know how i operate so like uh i go with this polymorph build um and i'm having fun with it for the first half you know turn like i've got chickens good telekinesis turning people into chickens which by the way one of the strongest spells yeah. in that game pretty much only like four creatures that we came across were immune to turn to chicken like oh, every really other game yeah. and
0: now you're a chicken and actually, so i don't have to worry about you for two turns
1: <laughs> if you have the attack of opportunity like you turn them yeah. into a chicken and then the chicken runs away from you so you get oh, that free hit what i would um, do
0: is I rupture the tendons of the chicken, so then the chicken <laughs> runs away and they're just bleeding all over, and oh. that is that's the trick because then they're just like ah, and they're just bleeding every step, <laughs> just like ah.
1: <laughs> definitely should have done that. That is, that is clever. Yeah. Um, so I was also kind of attendees. Doing uh, thievery and telekinesis as well. I was focusing on. So I'm like, <laughs> they're like buying their stuff like legities. I'm like just robbing townspeople. I was playing an undead. So um, yeah, that's what I do. Yeah. I'm an undead when, thief. When when I get caught and everyone gets angry and they start a battle with me, I just play dead. And then they all let go of it. They're all just, like, oh, I guess he's dead. Well, better get back to life. I just get up and move on with my life and no, nobody minds. Which is delightful. So, I didn't
0: know that would work because somebody always got caught with me because they would yeah, always be like has standing to be around me. You. Yeah. So, they'd always be standing around me. So, we'd get caught. And so, we would just kill the town. We just kill <laughs> well, them.
1: We waited know? until the end to kill the town. They're, they're kind of useful to keep around, but no, I, I like I know, that. But, vibe. like, we
0: didn't have a choice at a certain yeah. point. And for a while, we were just committed to it. And Mm -hmm. then like everybody got tired of waiting for me to steal because I would be like, yo, you guys got to leave because like at a certain point in the game, like they'll look at your other like party's bags. And even if they don't have the stuff you stole, they'll be like, hey, Mm -hmm. you have other stolen stuff. And it's like, bitch, how would you know? (laughs) Like that to me is a really frustrating mechanic is like, how would you know this other stuff is stolen? How do you have any way of knowing without the game having a trigger and you just passing some like intelligence check to see it or something?
1: Yeah, Hondo P, especially when it's like, uh, it's very similar to like Skyrim in that regard, where you couldn't sell stolen items for some reason. Like, oh, I knew yeah. you st- stole this stew from Helgen. But anyway, um, um, so I'm like playing around, like messing around with the polymorph builds, stealing stuff, moving heavy stuff in my friend's way so that they have to deal with it, tossing the chest that they're trying to open out of their reach, you know, just typical fable stuff. And yeah. so. I one day I'm just reading the Reddit uh, and I'm just like blah, blah, blah. And I see some guy mentions the term barrel mancy. And I'm like barrel What does that mean? So I find myself going down this this rabbit hole. So uh so as you might have noticed, uh, and perhaps you used it once or twice before realizing it's basically useless. If you've got the telekinesis ability, you can pick up any item and throw it at an opponent. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, so it does a little bit of damage. The heavier that the item is, the more damage that it does. So if you throw a reinforced crate, for example, uh, you'll get a good 75 damage out of it. If you throw a bucket, you'll get three. Um, But like, it's only kind of significant at the very early game. After that, it kind of like fades out. And there are heavier things, but the way that that kind of gets balanced is the more damage that it does to the enemy that it hits, the more damage it also does to the item. And so the item will break if you continue to use it as a battering ram. So pretty cool, right? Balanced. That's cool. Except there's one type of uh, container in the game, the ornate chest, that kind of silver and gold one um, where like usually quest items and stuff are held where I guess in order to prevent you from soft locking the game, this chest does not have a health bar. And so when you're throwing it using the telekinesis ability, it doesn't do any damage to the item now because the items in uh well the damage is based on the weight of the item that you're throwing and container items can be continually stacked within one another Uh, indefinitely. There is no maximum items that you can put into a container because then you can take out that box and put it into another box inside your box. So (laughs) as soon as I learned about this, apparently the strategy is to find as many heavy objects as you can throughout the game and continue to stack them infinitely into this ornate chest and as the weight goes up and up and up and up and up so too does its damage and the damage is calculated at half of the weight is equal to the damage that you'll get from hitting it so uh each reinforced crate is worth 50 sacks are worth a hundred uh large paintings are worth 150 other chests are worth 20 barrels are worth five so you everywhere you go, you just stack everything into everything else, and then you place it into the ornate chest. Uh, now, I only learned about this in the third act. By the time we reached the end of the game, I had a chest that weighed 29,000 in-game pounds for 14,000 damage per throw. And each te- use of telekinesis costs only one action point, <laughs> so you can wander into the fight. And then pick up the chest and throw it at them. And then pick it up and throw it at them again as many times as you have a bee. So I'm just walking around this game carrying this chest <laughs> like it's my little dog, like just tossing it in front of me and walking over it everywhere I go. Anytime that like they go into another like scene, I pick it up and then I'm over encumbered and I can't walk because I'm holding twenty nine thousand pounds. So I use the pyramid thing to teleport over to where my buddy is and then toss the chest back onto the ground again. <laughs> And so we're just like going through the game, and they like, the, we did it for a few fights because it was hilarious. And then, like, they basically forbade me from using it, but I was like, you're never gonna control me like that. I'm sorry. So I'm like, bringing it. every time that we're in a boss fight that's like not going well, I just throw the chest at <laughs> <laughs> and it kills any boss in one of <laughs> So, like, we're at that final fight where it's, like, you know, all the enemies are kind of, like, uh, fighting against each other. Uh, Once her name's turned into Dragon, I'm just like... I don't know. We haven't gotten there yet. Oh, yeah, okay, no, never you're, mind. You're good. None, you, you haven't said that. None enough. of that okay. happens. Uh, sure. You actually yeah, no. meet uh um Johnny Depp on a Ooh. pirate ship. Uh, and then it turns out that you're playing Sea of Thieves the whole time. That is that is the twist I was talking about. Um, but yeah, either way, uh, it was it was a very hilarious way to close out the game. Nice. Just one
0: tap the boss for 14k. <laughs> just
1: boop with a ornate <laughs> but chest. Four tap and you get so many moves. My buddy would haste me, and then you can do adrenaline. Yep, ah, it's disgusting.
0: And you're just throwing, throwing, throwing. <laughs>
1: It is definitely something I suggest that you try. I kind of want to do my
0: telekinesis.
1: Yes. And then like I would ha- I had my telekinesis at seven by the end of the game. So I'm just like whipping it all the way across the map. <laughs> 55 meter. range. <laughs> all right. Next time we play I might have to respec. It's actually tremendous. It is I'm going to just it,
0: take everything out of like warfare and just put it all into telekinesis. Just
1: get like 10 Telekinesis
0: and just be like Ugh! <laughs>
1: Telekinesis is that civil ability so whatever I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll do whatever it takes. Mm-hmm. It is it is I'm going to take everything recommend. out of
0: thievery and I'm just going to be like yeet!
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's actually amazing especially if you just go to the town and you just like go to a crowded area in town. And you're like boop, 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 boop. <laughs> All the townspeople falling like dominance. It was. Uh, it
0: was. was You've inspired experience. me for the next yeah. time I play. Uh, we're gonna
1: honestly yeah, like to the the reasons I loved that game in the end uh, were probably for reasons the developers didn't intend. Just everything that was so like strange about the game, like just ways that you could be cheesy about it were so attractive to me. And I love that. It was just like this little sandbox world where I was just messing around the whole time. Like it was, it was, it was tremendous. I thoroughly enjoyed that game, uh, though perhaps not in the intended way is, is what, the uh, end well, point of this. If you can do it, it's intended. Yeah, that's also true. I mean, yeah. though, I don't Part know. The, the barrel does not seem intended.
0: I mean it has a name It's it must be a thing <laughs> barrel mancy i burn. i never knew i wanted to be a barrel mancer until just now you've changed my life
1: uh, i like was like out of breath laughing
0: i need to find it. an ornate chest
1: they're they're fairly common not like yeah. super super common but pretty much anywhere where there's like next time i loot. find
0: one i'm gonna be like guys wait here i gotta go respect <laughs>
1: Uh, it, it It is a little tedious like filling it up, but like it's so rewarding as it gets stronger and stronger like it starts being like 200 damage So you're just 500 filling boxes damage. with boxes found...
0: and then just putting them in?
1: Yeah, so basically while like my buddies were like looting things the proper way, I would use my telekinesis to bring all the items into the middle and then I'd open up one of the barrels and then put everything into that barrel and then I'd open up my ornate chest and put my barrel into the ornate chest. Got it, okay. And then, when the ornate chest, <laughs> then when the ornate chest filled up, I'd take all the barrels out, and I'd put all the barrels into one of the barrels, and then put it back in the chest so you can start again. <laughs> and like the weight retains, no matter how many layers deep you are. <clears throat>
0: Yeah, the weight is the only thing that stays consistent. It doesn't <laughs> matter because you could put way bigger objects. You could put a whale in a barrel and then you just put that barrel these... in a chest. You know, and it's just you like, it just like it just works. It just works.
1: and put them in the tiny little sacks. <laughs> oh. Tremendous. oh god! Uh, but that that has mostly been kind of my game spread. I haven't been getting as much time with for games as. I would ideally want, but how how about you? Any any stories from the gaming world?
0: I uh a few nights ago finished Loop Hero. Mm-hmm. And I am very proud of me. Um I don't know how familiar you are with Loop Hero.
1: I did see you play it briefly on the stream, but not enough to have a really good sense of the game. So go go ahead, open with a like kind of so... description of what the game is.
0: So that's the hard part is so the game is basically uh, existence gets wiped out. Okay. The universe is gone. Mm. But for whatever reason, your character has survived through it and now exists in this empty universe. And they slowly start to remember things. And those things slowly become reality. So there's like this world building mechanic with these cards. So you get these cards, like it all starts from a central base and it's just a fire and you, you know, you get drawn to it because like, you know, you recognize it. And so it's one, it's the one area you can't forget. Mm Mm-hmm. So you can always go back to it. And then you go on these random generated loops and on these loops, you get these cards and you place them. Sometimes it's a cemetery. Sometimes it's, uh, you know, a a rock or things like that, but you're basically building the world. And Mm -hmm. the more of certain things, like if you have like, you know, nine mountains in a three by three, you make a a giant, like a mountain peak and you get Mm -hmm. like a bunch of resources for it. But now you start summoning harpies or, You might place like, you know, uh, like uh, a blood, you know, a blood grove on like a a, 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 on a grove, but then you might delete that grove, and now it's like a hungry grove because it's not attached to the forest. So now it's like trying to hurt you while it's trying to eat the things you're trying to kill. You know, and so it it's like this double edged sword. So a lot of like a lot of the 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 landmark things you can put down uh have like multiple effects so like Hmm. i i unlocked a very powerful combo so i primarily played the necromancer and the necromancer doesn't really do their own fighting they summon skeletons to fight for them and they come in in like varying strength and so what i did was i had this combo of using forests which increase your attack speed and rivers which double the effect of parallel or uh, of um you know, other cards that they're touching. So... Instead of getting a 2% boost in attack speed from a thicket, I would get a 4% boost. Or if I played it right, a 6% boost. So I'm just like getting into battle. I'm like, skeleton, 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 skeleton. Oh, they're dead. Okay. Next battle. Skelly, 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 skelly. I got like 300% attack speed. And I'm just like, you're going to die. You're going to die. You're going to. I'm just throwing them. I'm just whipping skeleton left and right at the bosses. And I'm just like, die, 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 (laughs) die. And then I got like an ability where like they heal me when they die. So I'm like, I can do this all day. <laughs> that's gross um, it's but it's, yeah so i i got that combo and then like i'm just placing like all these monsters on the field so i can just get a bunch of xp and start leveling up
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh and like i got it's it's a it's a run-based game so when you fail the loop you go back you know and if you die you lose a bunch of resources and so they did a big update uh i want to say like the beginning of june And, or or like mid June, they did like a big update where they added a bunch of stuff. They added like a bunch of speed settings so you could adjust like the game speed a little more. So it sped it up a lot. And so I got hooked again. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. So I got to the second boss finally. Um, for the first time ever, I got to the second boss. I killed them Mm -hmm. done. I got to the third boss. Killed them. Done. And I was like, holy shit. I'm on the last expedition. Mm -hmm. And I hit a wall. Because you have to kill all three bosses just to be able to get the opportunity to fight the final boss. Mm -hmm. So I kept getting stuck. And like I kept like... So every loop you do, the world gets stronger. And there's a passage of time in the game. So when you're in battles and when you're walking, days go by. And every day, certain things happen. Like every day, a spider cocoon will send out a spider. Every two days, uh, a grove will send out a rat wolf, you know? So I'm getting in these more and more difficult battles. And while that's happening, all these things, you know, multiple days are passing in this one fight. And so my loop is just flooded with enemies. So I'm on like loop, you know, eight or nine, trying to fight the second boss. And every loop, they get stronger. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm just not, I'm just not getting the items to fight them. So I die. But this one loop, I, I like killed the sa- I killed the first boss on like the third, the start of the third loop. And I was just like, holy shit. Like that's the fastest I ever did it. Then I killed the second boss at the start of the fifth loop. And then I killed the third boss. I think the loop after that. Okay. And so I was just like, really, like I was really early game. But I was stacked and I was just like, holy shit, like I killed these bosses like at the weakest I I could probably get them. And so I'm just trying to flood the map with stuff because like the more landmarks you place is how you summon the bosses. So the bosses are triggered by you building the world. Uh, And like there's a lot of cool mechanics to it where like your items in your inventory when they like shuffle out of your inventory, they're forgotten. They're gone forever. And when you unequip an item, it's gone forever. So you forget about it out of sight, out of mind. It doesn't exist anymore. So there's a lot of like, and that was one of the cool things they did is they added the ability to like right click an item to lock it so it won't shuffle out of your inventory. So that allowed a lot like more like curated building. So you could just very carefully be like, okay, I'm going to lock this item so I can do this. But then when I'm ready to fight the boss, I'm going to do this or like I want five skeletons now, but later I'm going to downgrade them to four because I want this to be more powerful when I get to this boss and I just got really good RNG where the bosses weren't attacking me directly. And so so like I got to the final boss for the first time ever. And all Mm. this shit's happening. And I'm just reading this. I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm just fighting the boss and my heart is racing and I'm just sitting here. I'm like, come on guys, come on guys. And I'm just watching his health kind of go. And then he starts attacking me and my health is going down. Dun, 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 dun. And I'm like, please, please, please. I had one resurrection. I got him down to like a third of his health. He killed me. Mm. I had my res though. I'm like, we got this. I come back up, you know, you die and it's just playing this music and it's like, boom. And then you revive. It's like, do, 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 do. And you just come back up and my fucking skeletons are kicking his ass. <laughs> I fucking Drone skeletons him. for days. <laughs> my skelly bros are just out there. They're like, chop, chop, mm. chop, chop. i fucking killed the boss and i'm like watching this shit happen and like there's like all this stuff happening there's all these crazy reveals and i'm just like what the fuck i ended up i finished the final boss before loop 10 which Mm -hmm. is i don't know if i could ever do that again i ended up going to like loop 31 i ended up dying but i still got like hundreds of resources and stuff but that's how good this run was that i just kept going and i just i like I had, like, by the end of it, I had, like, 12,000 bonus HP. I had, like, a 300% attack speed, like... And I just got, like, kind of fucked over by, like, Bad RNG, where they were just targeting me instead of my skeletons. But it was incredible. It was, like, I was playing... It was, like, the fourth night in a row I was playing Loop Hero because I was, like, I'm... Like, those games... I just get stuck and then I stop playing them. That's why I stopped playing loop hero in the first place was trying to get Mm. to like the second boss. And so I was, I was getting stuck and I was like, no man, I can't like, I was trying to build up my resources and stuff. I was like, I can't. So I was like, I am playing this game until I finish it. And the three nights before I was just like stuck. And I was like, man, I can do this. And then like, I'm looking up, like I'm looking up builds. I'm looking up like suggested stuff and nothing was like post patch. So I'm trying to figure all this stuff out. And then at a certain point, like I was trying to do this one build where it was like, raise my like magic armor and stuff. And I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to go nuts. And I'm just going to play this how I want to play it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I, like everybody was like, okay, you don't want too much attack speed. Cause then you're like attacking. I said, fuck it. I want all the attack speed. I want to be summoning skeletons as fast as possible. I got all the right drops at all the right times. I'm going into these bosses, like just destroying them. And just, it, it was, it was, it was as close to a perfect run as I could ask for. It Sounds was incredible. So rewarding. The feeling was incredible. It was so satisfying. And like, just watching my dudes go after that. Cause every way, like every loop, everything gets stronger. And I'm just watching my dudes like spawning up and it's just kicking everything's ass until like I died. It was my fault. But I was just like, that was the thing I died. And I was like, Whatever. <laughs> I was like, whatever. I'm going to go back and build a bunch of God shit because this. I still kept hundreds of resources. Like, mm-hmm. you only get to keep 30%. And I'm like, 30% of mm. what? Like, fucking 4,000? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. At a certain point. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Regardless like, of the fact that 30% still. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's actually like. I was just I, like,
0: I just wanted to see how far I could go. Mm hmm. I almost completed loop 31. I died at the last second. And if I, if I had completed it, I was going to back out. Um, mm. it was so Just fucking good, too man. crazy like, at loop that Hero point. Hero is such a good game. It yeah, was I didn't it's know that much such about a it. good game. You actually make it sound really good.
1: That <laughs> makes me want to play it really like, dude, badly. Like, loop Hero, description. It's
0: a really slow burn at the start because there's a lot of like resource gathering you have to do. So there's a lot of runs that you're going to back out early because you want to get your resources to build up your camp. But mm-hmm. once you start doing that, and once you start getting a couple of buildings and you start unlocking things like the rogue, you start unlocking the necromancer, you unlock the ability to get a free resurrection on every run. And then that affords you the opportunity to start taking more chances. It's like, okay, well I can go one more loop because in a worst case scenario, um, you know, I just, you know, I, I don't, you know, I, I got a res so I can, finish the loop and back out mm-hmm. my suggestion is if you play early on when you beat a boss you have the option to take like uh, an upgrade like a a, a, tr- a trait to like you know improve your character or yeah. resources take the resources really
1: that would the be like the, the exact opposite not worth it of how i would imagine so the thing is
0: the thing is is you didn't used to be able to do it but now you can actually manage so like you can manage your decks you have four decks you can manage so you can have them for different setups and you can also manage your traits now which you couldn't do before so you can like unequip like like basically your traits eventually you get the ability to level up your character it's a building you build in your camp and those traits you get to pick from three of them every time you level up So what you want to do is there are certain traits that are locked in. They're based on your character. And then there are traits you get from bosses. Mm -hmm. So those are usually really powerful, like, or they're, they're either very powerful or very not like some of them are like, Hey, you can get like, you know, sometimes this one specific thing won't always hit you or something. The only good one I ever got that I kept in my deck was one that gave me a free full resurrection. That was how I beat the final boss. That one I took. So if you see one that says get one full free resurrection, keep that everything else. You don't need the resources. The resources are more important because like for my necromancer, I got really lucky because like right at the beginning, like on loop two or something, I got an upgrade that gives my skeletons a quarter of a level up every loop. And, you know, you don't think about that, but once you get to like 20 or 30, exactly. Now, all of a sudden they're getting like five or six free levels and they're, you know, on top of the more powerful items you have. And then I got one that gave me a, a passive bonus skeleton. So I that meant that now I could I could afford to have different items on that just up their level instead of having to worry about being able to summon more. So that allowed my skeletons to continue to be more powerful. Uh and that would that was just how I managed to to beat the boss, is just I got those two really good upgrades right off the rip. And just worked out, you know. There like there are items you can un- or there are like certain landmark cards you can unlock. Like I got this uh this crypt. Uh it's a gold card like you unlock it by doing some certain thing. I it's like a certain building you build like a mausoleum or something. And it gives you a free resurrection, but it takes away uh the bonus health you would get from armor. So on like the warrior and the rogue, that's dangerous because now you're, you know, you're getting very squishy. But on the necromancer, they don't wear armor.
1: Mm-hmm. <coughs> yeah. So you weren't really so worried you don't, about that. There's anyway. no
0: downside for you. And so you're just getting the bonus HP and there's no downside for you. And you're getting the bonus uh resurrection every run. And so, you know, if you get that, that trait that gives you the bonus, now you've got three reses and two of them will revive you to full health. So it's like, okay, now all of a sudden, you know, I'm taking more chances. It's like, I got those reses in my pocket. You know, maybe I want to force this fight early and I, I throw one of those reses out just to get this boss fight going a little quicker, you know? Um, it's such a good game. Like
2: I haven't I'll been have hooked to take on a, a game look
0: at like loop hero, in a lo- like Hades is probably like, and that's the thing. I'm not really a run. I have guy, my eye on and Hades. Hades. Hades was the game that kind of helped me get through that. Uh, and then loop hero was like, maybe like the hardest core. One of those that I finished. And so now that's what's got me thinking, like, okay, maybe now I'll enjoy a game a game like Into the Breach or something like that, because I'm just more accustomed to those run-based games in a way I wasn't before.
1: Yeah. And and yeah, you definitely do see that in uh Into the Breach. It sounds like Loop Hero kind of relies slightly more on that mechanic. Uh I think like once you get good enough at Into the Breach, like you kinda stop worrying that much about the repeats. Um but definitely, right, I'm yeah. looking at this now, and it's it's it it is kind of very reasonably priced, and I love the Highly the style. Right. It's got like a very charming aesthetic to it. It was made in RPG Maker. No way! Like, that's
0: the thing. It was made in RPG Maker. Yeah, Bruh,
1: I love RPG Maker. I wish I could make half of the stuff yeah, that some people make on this Apparently, it was made, thing,
0: made but... entirely in that. How is that even i pl- It got oh a my... great soundtrack.
2: Ooh.
1: That makes me love this even more. That's so like it's that is cool.
0: It's got a really good like eight bit like it sounds like a game that would be on a Game Boy, like
2: Mm -hmm. it
0: it 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 is it is such a like Game Boy style game, but it's it's amazing. Mm. I love it.
1: Oh well that is you should absolutely play.
0: Like that is a game that like I keep telling everybody on the site, like, you know, come come game of the year time. I'm like, make sure you have played Loop Hero because Hmm. there's going to be discussions around loop hero.
1: I am actually very that impressed that that is right an RPG Baker title. I am blown away. I,
0: I, I don't like, I am almost positive that that's the case. That's what well, I no, I'm believing you hundred so, be, percent. That sure. is
1: positive fact to me. And I am going to go preach it from the mountaintops and I'm going to quote you on it. I am going to go into the court of law um, under oath and tell them that you told me that just so just so that we're clear uh about how much I'm quoting you on that but regardless that looks that looks amazing that that no, don't looks like <laughs> no nah, i'm it's too late you consider yourself quoted thought, i've I already written I it down it, that it was languages. rpg
0: maker but it might be unity
1: oh uh, that that does make more sense this looks hella complicated for rpg maker but believable if like You've got some crazy script knowledge because I know that I don't remember the, where I saw it. It is. It is. Um, I saw
0: something talking about RPG a versatile Maker. Versatile
1: tool. I don't know. I I do know that a lot of stuff is. Yeah, I don't know
0: RPG where Maker. I saw that. Now I want to yeah. play
1: with RPG Maker, but like I, I I don't have like the artistic talent to like make anything meaningful with that. Like I can only really use the sprites that come with it, and so like. Obviously, anything that I make is like, no, engine I'm sorry, time. it wasn't
0: RPG maker. It was the Game Maker Studio is what it's called.
1: Oh, that makes sense. It wasn't maker RPG Studios. maker,
0: Game Maker
1: is uh, I've, I've always liked things that give you the I, that that's what got me stuck. to make your own games. I am a huge fan of um, Super Mario Maker. I love that game. It is far and away my favorite Switch game. I I, I do love those Kind of opportunities to just build something and just have fun with it.
0: Have you seen the Game Builder Garage?
1: I have heard about Game Builder Garage, and I am very like interest peaked in it. It's only thirty bucks. Hmm.
0: Like it, yeah, if you have any interest,
1: I, does it out? I, I think thought Ross was like going to be here. because
0: uh, not out yet. Yeah, I know it came out in June. Oh, it is one hundred percent out.
1: You may have I was, uh, I
0: was show Ross condemned
1: was me right. to a life of non-productivity by giving me this information.
0: Well, I mean, what else is new? <laughs> what else is new? Either by me doing it or by you not being productive.
2: They're,
1: I, of,
0: they're, they're all one in the same at a certain point.
1: Begrudgingly accept the truth of what you're saying. That is okay. Well, <laughs> no, now I know what I'm buying next. I just got my Switch back from my sister, so that works uh no experience. Oh, are oh, you
0: gonna buy? I... Uh, so yeah, <clears throat> <clears throat> I don't know if you've seen it. Did you see the OLED switch?
1: Um, I heard people saying that it sounded dumb. Um, but I don't know anything about it. So it's basically it. let's hear it. It's basically
0: okay. What if they took a switch and put an OLED screen on it, fancied up the dock a little bit, and made the screen slightly larger, and then charged fifty dollars more for it?
1: yeah so it's not like it doesn't like do anything
0: no nope, just... it just
1: has an oled screen
0: which like i i like i'm a little disappointed like i there are a lot of people who are like you know pissed off like oh it was supposed to be 4k i don't give a shit about 4k i just wanted like 1080 60 you know but mm. um i'm still considering because i have the switch Lite and i have like the the launch switch I'm thinking about maybe just selling both of those and getting the OLED model, and then just going back to one switch. Because um, I have Joy-Con drift on that, and I hate it. I have, and so I bad don't use Joy-Con that thing. Drift. And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna buy new Joy Cons just because they make them bad. You know does
1: Does this thing have better Joy Con? What I and again, all I have is hearsay. I haven't looked into it's it the much same myself. But Joy-Cons, I see, oh, yeah, but yeah I'm hoping... I, People are saying, yeah, that they it it's not addressed, which is. That is by far the biggest issue that
0: with the maybe switch. Maybe they're maybe they're building better Joy Cons now. Maybe this thing launches with a revised Joy Con that addresses the drift. I don't know. Um, if it, but I don't know because I heard the lights have it too. You know, and so mm-hmm. I'm hoping that maybe this is like their opportunity to be like, yeah, we got like th- these Joy Cons are not going to drift or they're less likely to drift. But I'm thinking about just getting rid of these because I like an OLED screen, and so that that yeah. is appealing to me. In hate, a yes
2: term.
0: Uh, and i'm i am just more likely because like i hate right now because like i'm playing a game on my switch Lite, and the thing is is like if i want to stream it or play it on my tv now i got to transfer the save over here i want to go back mm. to that one switch life where i can just take it out of the dock bring it to work play it come home put it back in the dock and just keep playing i want that real switch life you know
1: I agree. It is a it is a natural extension of the Switch in that way, and I totally agree with you. Like I don't I don't see this as like a useless product or anything. Like definitely, like you said, it, it has those kind of benefits into it. But like this kind of late into the game after the Switch is released, like I, I think that it doesn't a, make a lot of sense. Yeah. It, it this seems like something like, that should have come. It, it, it would
0: be one thing if you beefed it more a recently. Bit. Yeah. That should have if, been the revision that they did a couple of years ago.
1: Yeah, like a instead year of the ago, when they switch light, new switch like, with better battery life. Should have been life. this. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, no, you're Not right. Even that, that is the, like, that I'd still do the yeah. switch light, but you're yeah, absolutely right. That's the point at which that's this what they should, should have, have done when
0: released. they did that new red box switch. Yeah,
1: especially uh, because I have yeah, so yeah, much. I, love I don't for get the
0: switch. why because it has the same battery life as that revised one of these. It has the same exact battery life. The only difference is the new dock, which you can buy separately has a built in ethernet port. Mm -hmm. So you can now hardwire your switch without having to buy a dongle and use up a USB.
1: Yeah. And and I feel like this is kind of like emblematic of like Nintendo decision making like this corporation that has such great potential and chooses to squander it so often because like I said, I have huge love for the switch. Like um i know my take on consoles isn't always the most popular one but like i i love the switch i recognize as like uh uh you know mechanically inferior but i think that this is my favorite console that probably ever released like the switch offers me something that i don't get from my pc just though way that the games are designed for it the way that they play the way that the switch emphasizes its portability and the way that it brings players together you know you made very good points against my opinion on you know kind of these higher tech consoles versus the pc which is to say that they're not necessarily just this direct competitor where the PC beats it. And I I see that a little bit more now, but at the end of the day, I do still feel inclined to draw that comparison just because of the nature of the higher end consoles there. Whereas the fact that I can't put my PC up against the Switch is what makes me like my Switch so much. Like I play that Switch.
0: the uh, Steam competitor that they're making. What's that? Valve is making like a Switch-like PC. Oh. Huh. Yeah, I, I can't remember what it was called. Let me see if I... I'm sorry, I didn't even... Is mean this going to gonna re- be like a Zoom thought. versus
1: iPod kind of thing, though?
0: Well, I, don't I don't think that. Um...
1: Because what kind of idiot buys an iPod? My Zune is still kicking.
2: Bill Gates, pay me money.
0: the fuck was this thing called yes uh may 25th they announced it uh no that was when it was room hold on they they announced this thing why can't I, why can't i find it i think it's is
2: it steam pal no introduce i know they announced it or i thought they did no,
0: I thought they announced this. Did they not?
2: I'm
1: and not I's sure. Stupid. I hadn't heard about this. It's very. In- I don't know. I don't know that somebody who's not Nintendo can do this.
0: <laughs> I I have to know if like this thing got. I, I I swear this thing got announced.
1: I don't know. You're playing with my heart now. It seems. I don't know. Uh,
0: according to rumors, they're going to release it at the end of the year, and it's going to be like three
1: ninety nine. I mean, just a PC But like, is it, it just going to play like, Steam games on it though? It's going
0: to run on Steam's proprietary Linux, the Steam OS. So it's going to run. It's going to have ac- anything that runs on Steam OS. Anything that run, like anything like. Th- theoretically, they're going to go to developers and they're going to be like, "Hey, uh, if you run on Steam, but, you know, please support this thing."
1: Is it? But you'll have I, the 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 reason why this. I'm I'm worried that like this device that you have now made me fall in love with, despite not seeing it like a woman who I briefly spent 15 <laughs> seconds with on an elevator. Um, I, I'm worried that they're gonna do exactly what I'm afraid of again here. What I don't like again here, where it'll just be like if it just plays Steam games, like I'll just go home and play Steam games. Um. I well, like no, but that that's the, the, idea, the switch like, has like this emphasis on its mobility it has the emphasis on its ability to bring people together, which um, I mean, maybe, maybe they're going to capitalize on that. Um, but if they don't, then it's not going to be a product that I'm going to love. Like I love the switch.
2: Well, I,
0: I think the thing that the way they're looking at it is it's like, it's going to be easier than bringing like a gaming laptop. You know, it's the, it's the smaller, more comfortable alternative to the, high-powered gaming laptop because the rumor is it's going to run on like a zen uh apu
2: mm-hmm.
0: and the the idea would be is like hey you can use this on the go to play games from your steam library or when you're home and on your network you can stream games to it like steam link you know so you can be in the kitchen playing civ 6 but running on your pc you know a full a full version of civ 6 not like you know the switch port with however many updates behind you know yeah that's not having all the dlc or something
1: pile up up but again like i'm not going to my switch to play zip
0: it is it it does it it does seem to be more of a complementary device they're not trying to compete with nintendo Mm -hmm. they're just trying to take advantage of the form factor uh and the design and be like hey we can make a pc that does that
1: and and that's not a terrible idea or anything. And like,
0: at an affordable enough price point, you know, yeah. I mean, if you're running games at 720, you run almost anything on it.
1: Yes. You know, if you're and, running
0: it on a on a good, uh, you know, AMD APU.
1: And and and, and I agree. But uh, then again, we're kind of running into the problem where like if it's just competing with game laptops, you know, why why would I? pick up this product that has less utility than the laptop which i mean i do get why we get it. portability battery life things like like i get it but I don't like think on it the other be hand competing
0: with that. because like a gaming laptop i i think most people who buy gaming laptops are i are, are fall into one of two camps i don't want a desktop but i want to play a lot of games so i'm going to buy mm-hmm. a gaming laptop or someone like me who is just like i want to be able to play these higher end games that I like and I want to be able to bring them, you know, when I go on a trip or something, I want to be able to, you know, hook up to hotel wifi or something and play destiny, you know? Yeah. Uh, so that, that's what you're doing. You're, you're either getting the gamers who don't want a desktop. They just want something portable that they can easily put away and not have to put dedicate a bunch of space to, but they mm-hmm. want to play the games or people like me who are just like, I want to play these games as often as I can. You know, and the idea to me of having something that size that could theoretically play Destiny and just you know it's got full controller support, so like Destiny would work on that, and just being able to be like, okay, cool, at work I'm just gonna play this fucking thing, you know?
1: Yeah, it's cool to me. And like I said, Hundo Peep, and I don't know, it just it gives me flashbacks to the PSP, which was never what. And and uh, you know, like obviously, the PSP I'm sure a they, damn good they,
0: system. I will fight you to the death. The,
1: and and again, like here we kind of like I the gotta PSP take a step excellent. back where the the PSP is a good device. You know, uh, I owned one myself, and I took good enjoyment in it. But I just I don't know whether or not that is a niche. That and maybe and maybe this is an opinion thing. Maybe this is me and not the device itself but like when you're fighting against so much to like bring this performance and mobility together you're you're straddling this line between other more powerful or more specialized devices that loses people like me whereas you someone who can be an enthusiast that will make more use of this product whose lifestyle is more inclined to put in that extra funding because you'll use it and you'll appreciate it you know someone who isn't able to dedicate the same amount of resources in times and in time and money is going to drop those first before they drop looking at the next thing which is either more portable or more powerful which is kind of where I ended up with the PSP. Like, you know, it was quality, quality little thing. I love that it existed, but, you know, I kind of stopped playing it because I either like stuck with like the more simple kind of Game Boy stuff or I went more onto the actual PlayStation itself when I wanted something higher fidelity.
0: Yeah, I mean, the thing was, I, I think with the PSP, they did a better job than how they did it with the Vita is they made like, bite-sized console experiences like the Mm -hmm. psp was like the vita felt more like a companion device where it was like a lot of cross and stuff like that whereas the psp felt like a handheld console the psp had more in common with the you know the game boy and the ds in that regard than the vita did with like the 3ds or the switch um the PSP was an excellent, just like, it got games like Final Fantasy Crisis Core. It got two exceptional God of War games, you know. It, I, I bought UMDs. I still have the SWAT UMD, you know, movie.
2: Because
0: mm-hmm. uh, I say UMDs, like, I meant the movies, like, the movies on UMD. I have SWAT, yeah. and I think I have Advent Children, uh, and I Robot.
1: <laughs> yeah, those UMDs uh, And I watched them.
0: Like... I watched them on my I PSP. I like little things. You know? Uh, yeah it was such a dumb thing um, it was but like, but like I, it was charming i don't know just had great game like twisted metal head on is my favorite twisted metal game and like that mm. was like the game i played the most on my psp like i loved that it had online i loved that like i could connect yeah. it to the internet and i could browse the web on it you know
1: because it, like, it was it was perfect for a game you know and phones like,
0: couldn't do that back then you know twisted so metal head it was on. like yeah. cool yeah, like, and mm. that was the thing, and they did such a better job with the PSP than they did with the Vita, even though the Vita is an infinitely yeah. better handheld. The Vita is probably the best dedicated portable gaming device ever built. And, I have uh, not. I'm not.
1: Used gonna, I'm not going to shy so. away from that. Yeah, <laughs> it is. I, I do know that handheld. that is a hot take to some people, but I haven't used one, so I. And some can't people
0: are wrong, you know.
1: Speak. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps so.
0: Some people are wrong
1: in in my experience, almost everyone who's not me is wrong about most things, so you know that's a lot of people <laughs> seven billion something by my cat um I don't know and 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 the fact that you just mentioned phones there um that creates an interesting competitor in the um portable market as well like i of course phones have a lot more limitations. Um, in the fact that they need to be able to do more, but, uh, do you think that as phones get better and better that they might, I mean, I don't think they're ever going to be a serious competitor to like a PlayStation five, but like, do you think that that could be more of a threat to the mobile consoles? Uh,
0: I don't think so. Uh, and only because they're two different methodologies, And the thing is, is it's much easier to take, like, just look at how, you know, loot boxes became such a problem is because they Mm -hmm. were a mobile mechanic because people don't, people don't want to spend, nobody's going to spend $60 on a game on their phone. No one. Mm
2: -hmm. So
0: that immediately rules out these big budget AAA games. You're not going to put, you know, the new battlefield on a phone
1: yeah because it's just you want people it.
0: to spend the the 60 to 70 dollars to buy it on their console or their pc and play this high fidelity experience battlefield i think loses a lot of itself and you know that's why they make like a call of duty mobile but the thing is, is it's free and it's supplemented by there's just a bunch of fireworks outside now it's pouring rain again um <laughs> And it's supplemented by like those mechanics, those gotcha mechanics, you know, even like Raid Shadow Legends, which I talked about last week that I had, that that I've been playing is like, that's a good game, but it's mechanically, it's all about, you know, it's realistically, it's about getting you to spend money, you know? And that's how the mobile games make their money. And that's the crazy thing is nobody will spend $60 to buy a, a full video game on their phone, but they'll spend, and I've done it, 30, 40, $50, to amplify their experience on a mobile game, you know?
1: But do you think that that is a kind of mental barrier that might get broken in time? If, um, cell phone technology manages to advance rapidly enough that like maybe at some point, our cultural conception of paying 80 bucks for a phone app might differ one day or, is that probably just like no? Because that's happen.
0: the thing is the the people who, yeah, I probably I hope this doesn't come through on the recording because I think there's a little bit of a delay going on here. Uh, so I, I hope it this does doesn't come through way. on the recording. Too bad. Um, yeah, but ZenCaster in theory is keeping everything together the way it should be, so we should be good. It does all the syncing for us. So yeah. let's hope that they uh, hold up their end of the bargain on this one. They uh, better but uh man yells at cloud um (laughs) the thing is with mobile it's a different audience for the most part there is a cross section with you know the air quotes core gamer you know people like me and now that i'm trying to you know i'm playing some more games on my phone than i was before but the thing is is when i come home I don't play games on my phone. I play them on my PC. I play them on my console and stuff like that. The people who play games on their phone and only play games on their phone aren't the people who want the new battlefield who want final fantasy seven remake who want, you know, I think loop hero would be an excellent mobile game. And I think that should come to phones. But like you look that. at like, a, you know, a cyberpunk, the, the people who are playing games on their iPhone don't care about cyberpunk. You know, because they're they're playing these smaller bite sized games, and that that is the thing. Is when I'm home and I'm on my PC, I want to play this expansive open world, you know, action game. When I'm on my phone, I want something I can easily put away. And so, you're not going to play Battlefield on a phone because a around in Battlefield could take an hour, and I want something that I can get in and get out of.
2: Yeah. So it's a whole concept, that's and, kinda... and that's
0: the thing. Is like.
1: Where where no, where I, I'm coming through with like, the uh, cult- yeah, there's definitely a delay, but where I'm coming through with like the this cultural this conception because there's you know? like <laughs> uh, an over I'm used to it as like primarily your uh kind of stream yeah. here. No, um, <laughs> uh, like not every cell phone owner or cell phone game player will be someone who owns a console or a PC, but every most person of them who wants to play say. games on a pc or a console every single one of them is going to have a cell phone um and especially i know that uh there has been kind of some ex- uh, experimenting going on with like playing games like by live streaming them rather than installing them um i could see that you know someday kind of picking up and you know maybe I'm just like black mirroring things in my head but I'm kind of imagining you know like a future you know maybe seven years from now where when I want to uh, play a game instead of like you know activating like whatever device I want to play like I just pull up my phone and like I open the game app and then like my TV is already synced with it my TV switches over to the game and then boom I'm using this thing in order to play a game up there which actually probably that might be one of the things that really brings it down is that the cell phone doesn't have that kind of ergonomic design that a controller does like you're definitely going to kill your thumbs really quickly but i don't know you know there could be more creative solutions to that in the future as well it's just yeah i'm i'm really kind of theory crafting here now but
0: i don't know yeah i i just think the big thing when you look at again when you look at mobile the thing is is it was very easy to take a lot of those like free-to-play mechanics and translate them into your everyday triple a game you know and just look at like ultimate team and stuff like that those were easy mechanics to take and put into existing core games but the thing is you don't see it going the other way because that's you know Yes, like there are things like Stadia and there's, you know, Microsoft's cloud gaming and there's Amazon Luna and, pardon me, a million other things. But, you know, game streaming is one thing and that's going to, you know, I think these companies that are looking at streaming, they're they're looking at getting their hands on the next billion gamers. But I don't think, again, I don't think those people are interested. They're not, I don't think they're interested in going on Google Stadia and paying $60 for Cyberpunk. I don't think they're interested in subscribing to Game Pass and playing, you know, Halo Infinite on their phone. The mo- like, But they want them to. They want them yeah. to pay $15 a month and be like, look, you can play the game that w- as it would run on a Series X, but you can play it on your Galaxy phone or on your iPhone or whenever, whenever you want. But the people who are already entrenched in that culture, the people who are interested in Halo benefit more from from Microsoft's cloud streaming than you know someone like my mom you know who knows what right but your mom would would never be the target audience for this you know a small game no but that she is because that's the idea is it's it's getting the people who have phones but aren't like they don't have a console hooked up to their tv or they don't want this but they want to experience it right you know i mean yes and no maybe maybe, maybe she's not Um, but that's But I feel like Uh, that's the people that they're targeting is the people who aren't interested in them right now. And that's who that's who they want is the people who aren't interested in owning an Xbox, the people who aren't interested in owning a Switch or a PlayStation or a PC. They want them to play those games. I mean, I'm certain that they do.
1: But if you maybe like consider not necessarily that they want to introduce someone new who and I'm sorry, I feel like I'm cutting you off. But like because of the delay, like there's no way for me to naturally come into these. So I'm not cutting you off to be rude. It's just like I have to kind of be bold about it. So um, it's not necessarily that they want to try to get a new person who you know, like they don't want to get my mom, they want instead to get someone like me who looks at an eight hundred dollar console and be like, uh, hey, you know, instead of going out and buying that really fancy console, we obviously an amazing device, but instead just like hook up your PS five controller through Bluetooth to your phone and then your phone through our streaming service to your. um." uh tv and then you cut out the middleman effectively and then instead of getting a new because i've bought every console and then as it is right now i'm planning to buy this console generation right now i'm looking at the ps5 that is my top contender but i'm gonna wait until it's in the budget and everything but like they're theoretically if they could really like hit the hammer when the iron's hot get me to say ah, maybe i don't need to spend that much money on the ps5 if i can still get enough good games and still have that ergonomic advantage of the control
0: i'm trying to find the quote from phil spencer uh because he talked about like he has specifically said that like when they were talking about project x cloud he specifically said it was to target the next billion gamers You know, and and that's the thing is, is is it's because of, you know, the, the proliferation of mobile devices, because there will always be more phones than Xboxes. Um, and I mean, like, I, I don't have the exact quote, but like, he's talking about the service. Like we want the trial to be as easy as it is in music and video today, where you can send a track in Spotify and you can stream it instantly, uh, over Mm -hmm. time, uh, anywhere I see a game, I should be able to give it a try, you know? And so that's the thing is he wants he wants people to play the games he's making. He wants people to play Sea of Thieves on their iPhone. But he wants people who wouldn't otherwise own an Xbox to do it. That's the real, you know, the, the testing and the trial of it is targeted at people like me who are already invested in those games so that they can figure out, you know, that you start those trials with someone like, you know, a a core gamer and be like, okay. How does this feel compared to playing it on your console or on your PC? And that's how they're going to kind of weed everything down and they're going to get everything kind of nice and tight and say, okay, so this is where, you know, we get, this is where we figure out how well our system is running. And then from there, it's the idea of getting it in the hands of people who can't or won't buy an Xbox and you already have your phone why not play starfield that's their target i think i might have found i might have found the quote
1: and and by the sounds of it it sounds like trying to expand that might be like the wrong thing i think like with this quote you might be showing me that their approach might be bad
0: which which is my point that they're mm-hmm. they're targeting the wrong demographic with yeah. cloud gaming. Yeah. Yeah, so he, here here's the quote from Spencer. Uh so this is from an Xbox article. This was like June 10th. This was June 10th when uh-huh. they they kind of rolled out I think they yeah, they were like rolling out Series X functionality. So we believe that games uh that interactive entertainment aren't really about hardware and software it's not about pixels it's about people games bring people together games build bridges and forge bonds generating mutual empathy among people all over the world joy and community that's why we're here uh and then uh the ceo of microsoft uh there's a, the third thunderstorm of the day, son of a bitch. Uh, Satya Nadella, I think is how you say his name. Uh, gaming is fundamentally aligned with our mission as a company. When you talk about Xbox's mission to bring the joy and community of gaming to everyone on the planet, which I absolutely love, that is precisely aligned with Microsoft's mission, which is to empower every person, and every organization on the planet to achieve more. Uh, As a company, Microsoft is all in on gaming. Gaming is the most dynamic category in the entertainment industry. Three billion consumers look to gaming for entertainment, uh, community creation, as well as a real sense of achievement. And our ambition is to empower each of them wherever they play, which to me, again, the market for Xbox is not three billion. You can add PlayStation, you can yeah. add PC, you can add Switch, and all, you can add probably every yeah. platform ever. You're not touching three billion. Their target is the people who only play mobile. That's who they want to start getting. Sea of... you know they want them to play Sea of Thieves. They want them to play Starfield. They want to be able to get a billion people. To play Starfield and they want most of them, 99% of them to do it from this, you know, because for them, that's people. Now they're locked into this service. They want to sell people the service.
1: Yeah. And it definitely very corporate.
0: Yeah. And that's the thing for me is. I see the value in that for me, being able to be at work and being on my iPad and just like, let me just Bluetooth my controller and I can just pick up where I left off on the cloud. Like that's dope. Like to me, like that would be really cool. And I would do that. But Mm
2: -hmm.
0: you know, for my mom, you know, there are games she would play on her phone she's not going to play Starfield, you know? And there's a good chunk of mobile users who are not going to do it. So they're targeting mobile as the next, like, battleground for AAA, whether it's through a service like Cloud or through Stadia or whatever the case may be. They're looking at it as there's 3 billion gamers. Why shouldn't they be playing Xbox? Which, as noble as that sentiment might be, isn't realistic. Because the people who care about Xbox and care about those games will own a platform that can play them and ideally they don't want it to be on their phone the phone the streaming is a supplemental service kind of like what the vita was to the ps4 you don't have one without the other and i don't think that these people are trying to target the widest demographic of players imaginable but i don't see you know Their example, like I could see it maybe with like the sports games. You know, I know guys at work who maybe don't have a PlayStation or an Xbox and maybe they want to play the latest FIFA. And if they can stream that, that's cool. But I don't see people, you know, chomping at the bit to be like, yo, I can't wait to play Halo Infinite. I got the X Cloud. I'm going to play it on my phone.
1: Yeah. And I I also feel like the quote that we just heard there was also very corporate in its approach as well. Yeah. It's kind of they want... They want an investor to hear that and hear three billion. So no, I know that I, was I, on yeah.
0: the Xbox like news. Yeah, that was two players like that was like Xbox addressing the next stage of their cloud development. So that was to everybody. That was as uh, a press, release, everyone, in, but also including statement the, to players. The,
1: the, the people who are going to be playing big money. That was a
0: statement them. to three billion people
1: yeah and and they're always gonna want to make themselves sound as big and important as they can so in, in in that regard you know i feel like there should be a grain of salt taken with that and and i could see that as a future i don't think the consoles are in any direct danger and i think that you you've got a point there that um you can't, or maybe you can, but it would be very difficult to fundamentally try to corner both that cell phone market and that console market. Like they do have those very differing priorities as to why they bought the device in the first place. Uh, unless I don't know, maybe we're just moving towards some crazy all-in-one device someday, you know, like where just the cell phone has yeah, got so powerful it can't that happen like, we don't have anything else. Yeah.
2: Yeah,
0: I'm not saying it can't happen. More so that, like, I don't think this is the yeah. solution, you know? Agreed. I think Agreed with one of you two things is going to happen. Okay. Games are going to evolve and they're going to evolve one of two ways. They're going to continue their path and they're going to further diverge and they're going to further emphasize, okay, this is the experience that you're going to get on a mobile game. And they're going to double down on that and they're going to borrow more and more elements. But they're going to fundamentally stay these smaller, you know, drip games that are more like, hey, you give us some money, we give you some resources, and then that cuts out the time, you know, or we don't time gate this or that or whatever. Whereas, and I, I think, you know, not not to, you know, unreasonably tout like, you know, some people's horns or anything, but I think Sony is a great example of the divergence in the other direction of like, okay, further solidifying that this is the triple a blockbuster experience. We're going to make games that can only be experienced this way. And yeah, if you want to stream them, we have PlayStation now and you can do that stuff, but we want to emphasize the, uh, uh, we want to emphasize the value of owning this platform and the quality of this device. So that to me is, I, I think the way we're going to keep going, the other direction is that mobile becomes the primary platform and everybody starts to target mobile. And then you Which see these games, these scary blockbusters, you know, but not for the corporations. <laughs>
1: For the corporations that are going to
0: profit, that's the better future for them. Mm -hmm. And that's what concerns me is because I like these big, expansive AAA blockbusters. Yes. And I want them. But the reality is we will probably see more and more games be, they're either going to make two versions, like what Call of Duty does, and they're going to have a free to play one for mobile. And they're going to do, you know, the annual Call of Duty that sells X amount of copies. And is the big like commercial product or, They're just going to keep making call of duty for mobile and they'll just start bringing that to consoles and they'll be like, okay, well, it doesn't make sense to spend a billion dollars making this game when we can make a billion dollars in a month on Mm -hmm. this game.
1: And you You know, know, now now just not have
0: to worry as much.
1: Yes. And, and, and kind of, you know, with that context of, you know, what you've just said, that kind of, you know, brings some maybe less pessimistic I- ideas to my brain there, where, or maybe more pessimistic, I don't know, I could see it going, going one way or the other, but I'll kind of uh, say it out at you, where like, the kind of big uh repeat games you know the fifas the nba 2ks the call of duties where those kind of get uh centralized into this all-in-one service and then perhaps that allows you know the those of us who want that kind of quality love and art uh to be kind of on their own in another market because like definitely those recycling games um are very susceptible to the whale hunting strategy of the microtransactions that add up to the thousands you know uh grand theft auto 5 those shark cards you know the nba 2k if you want to win pay us 600 bucks for all of these basketball player cards um <laughs> And maybe if the corporations are allowed like this little area where they can focus on that and then they'll stop messing with games like Shadow of War, you know, where like, I know they won't. I know. I'm dreaming. Both. I know. I know. But they
0: can do both. Why wouldn't they?
1: exactly i know uh, but like a man can dream hopefully i know maybe one day we'll live in that world where you know that kid with mommy's credit card is like i want to buy the ppsh or whatever and is living his best life <laughs> and you know we can be <laughs> playing, why
2: the you know, ppsh <laughs>
0: <laughs> why is that the guy? nobody know. wants it's that just...
1: <laughs> yeah it's just i don't know it's just... Definitely brings like MP7,
0: something good. Xbox 360 Because
1: it starts with PP. Yeah, basically. <laughs> you know, when those little 14-year-old kids, they were like, you know, You're camping. That's cheating. You can't camp like that. I'm sure we all met a bunch of those kids, you know. We were those kids, and then we bullied those kids, and now we can mock those kids. You know, it's the circle of life. One day, those kids will be us on their own gaming podcasts doing their own high voices, but they'll be talking about Fortnite. I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> I, for one, hope that the cycle continues.
0: Fabian welcomes our new uh, uh, our new uh, squeaker lord uh, overlords. <laughs> All right, I, for
2: one, welcome our
1: squeaky overlords. You can't tell me those weren't overlords. the golden days of gaming in a lot of ways. <laughs>
0: I think Squeaky overlord, Overlords might be the title this week. It was gonna maybe be Mommy's credit card, but I think Squeaky Overlords. I don't know. What do you think? Squeaky,
1: squeaky overlord Overlords. Is, mommy's credit is, card is a contender. I also do like a hashtag. Bring back the Jack. Um, <laughs> I've, I've, I like Squeaky Overlords though, but ultimately, I, I I trust you. You know, I your judgment is is a judgment that has been good to me. So whatever you choose, squeaky. what feels right to you, go with it.
0: I'm gonna do. It was mommy's credit card right till you said
2: Squeaky Overlords, <laughs> and then I was like,
0: Yeah, no, I think that's it. I think, I think that'll I one. think that'll trend. Welcome, my Squeaky Overlords. <laughs>
1: Oh man! It right, was guys. A, but absolute pleasure to be here. Uh, I want to thank you so much for having me on. I want to. Yeah, thanks uh, for uh, you know, yeah,
0: coming from your audience. luxury apartment. <laughs> yeah,
1: definitely. Uh, <laughs> That's I totally think the real. <laughs> floating green lines are really, you know the tears that's in the fabric of reality no that's artifacting
0: yeah. in the camera it happens yeah. this is oh, production this... people this is live
1: yeah exactly hundo p you know? and don't don't uh, don't worry about the fact that the angle of the sun has not changed over these past two hours or that his chair goes yeah.
0: invisible sometimes depending on the yeah. angle of the chair <laughs> yeah, yeah no that's just
1: it's a gamer chair your ga- your gamer chair doesn't disappear intermittently it's translucent come on yeah. it's, Tell he me.
0: paid good money for that that's yeah. a feature
1: uh huh. It is.
2: <laughs> I That's at least six FPS.
1: With, uh, like cling wrap and rebar. It's uh my own personal creation, fully transparent. Um, uh, except when it turns green. Uh, because it's just the artifacting. Artifacting exactly. Yeah. Just exactly. explain it
0: away. It's artifacting.
1: Art- artifacting. Um, except when it comes to footage of Bigfoot, in which case artifacting. It's not a thing Bigfoot completely Bigfoot. real. I just had to yeah. put that in there uh just because I'm I mean, worried a skeptic truth. might take that statement and run away with it. Um yeah. I want to protect
0: Photoshop can only do so much.
1: Yeah. I'm yeah. I mean <laughs> I it can fake a moon landing, yeah, but <laughs> come on why why would a guy ever be in a hairy suit sorry i digress uh this is not a gaming or this is a gaming <laughs> podcast and not a sasquatch podcast though it could be uh, there's games about that <laughs> uh, uh it's a slender man mod but oh, no. uh, <laughs> but on, uh, absolutely it, it truly was a pleasure uh just uh pleasure you know. to
0: have you my friend
1: yeah you're always uh, welcome s- so long, good night, and kiss your kids into bed at night.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening. Here this comes has been the another music. This has been another episode of the AppJet Chat podcast. We love you. Mwah. We'll catch you on the next one. Bye bye.
1: Bye bye.